Welcome back to Season 2 of Radio Her, a weekly career podcast presented by the Women in Business Association at the University of Toronto Scarborough. Hi, my name is Namisha Fernandez, and I'm a second-year student in the Co-op Management and Finance Program at UPSC. I'm also the Director of Corporate Relations for the Women in Business Association and the co-host of this episode. Hello, my name is Freni, and I'm a fourth-year student majoring in Health Studies and double minoring in Psychology and Economics at UTSC. I am the co-president of the Women in Business Association and a co-host of our podcast. Joining us today is Vaisnavi Siva Yoganathan. She's graduated with a Bachelor of Business Administration with a specialization in marketing from UTSC. She's completed several work terms and internships as a marketing intern at Twitter, American Express, and Samsung Electronics. She's currently part of the Nestle Graduate Program, where she's doing rotations across marketing, sales, and the supply chain. We are so excited for her to share her insights on a career in marketing and provide advice on how women can be confident in the business world. Vaisnavi, thank you for joining us today. We are so happy to have you as our guest on Season 2 of Radio Her. Thank you so much. Vaisnavi, before we dive into the questions we have for you today, we wanted to give you the opportunity to introduce yourself. What is one word you would use to describe yourself and why? Ooh, that is a tough question. Um, I would say I'm optimistic. Uh, I always try to see the best in things. And I feel like um, throughout this journey of life, the best thing to have is a positive outlook on things. Um, I think it's just always important to be optimistic. It helps the way you grow as an individual and just to live life in a more authentic way. Thank you. I definitely agree it's important to have a positive outlook on life as it helps you to move forward grow and live life to the fullest. Let's get started on the questions we have for you today. For your undergraduate, you specialize in marketing. Did you always know whether this was the field that you wanted to work in? Was it a result of taking specific courses or interacting with professors? And feel free to elaborate. So how I figured out um, when I wanted to go into marketing was basically when I was actually in high school. So um, I think most people figure out they want to do marketing um, in the middle of their undergrad, because they usually come in with like an accounting or finance mindset. But uh, right from the get go in high school, I knew I wanted to go into marketing, just because I was always um, fascinated by analyzing ads in in different classes. And um, I guess that really sparked my interest. And then I took a um, a marketing course in high school. And I think that I was just like set. Um, I was like, this is what I wanted to do. And even though marketing isn't only just advertising at the end of the day, um, I still fell in love with every aspect of it, the consumer psychology um, behind it. Um, I took marketing AO1 with uh, Professor Malio and uh, absolutely loved it. Many students may not necessarily know what they want to do when entering university. So I think that it's great that you knew from the get-go what you wanted to do. Honestly, I'm still one of those students who is still figuring out what I want to do and specialize in. So this is definitely a process of finding out what I enjoy and what I want to do at the end of my university years. Yeah, I mean, I think I was uh, quite early in figuring out which stream I want to go into. But uh, the thing is, is that your career is very fluid, right? Um, You're gonna be working for decades. And um, it's gonna change. It's never gonna be linear. um, And I don't think anyone knows what exactly they want to do within five years time, for example. So I think just trying as many things as as you can is a good thing. Like even with me in marketing, there's so many different aspects. It's it's very vast. It's very broad. Um, So I think just having an open mind is really important. 
In university, you completed co-op work terms as a marketing intern at Samsung, American Express, and Twitter. How have these places helped you in your career pathway? And feel free to elaborate on some of these co-op placements. Yeah, so um, what I learned out of the three um, marketing internships that I did was first at Samsung. It basically taught me what um, the basics were in the marketing world. So um, working with different agencies, so your internal stakeholders as well as your external stakeholders in general. And then when I went to American Express, I learned what it was like to um, do marketing in a more localized approach because at um, at Samsung, a lot of the material was coming from Korea versus at MX, you're doing a lot of things from the ground up. Um, and then with Twitter, I think I, what I learned was um, definitely marketing to a different audience. It was from a B2B. B perspective rather than a B2C perspective. And before, like, I honestly thought that I was going to be very B2C bound, but I actually really enjoyed um, the B2B facing audience too. So definitely opened up my eyes to seeing what, um, what else is out there. Yeah, that's great. Honestly, the fact that you worked at these like big box companies and you learned a lot of knowledge that I'm sure you're using now in your daily tasks. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, I definitely use every piece of element that I've learned at uh, all three work terms. I've had stellar mentors throughout each of those rotations. And truly, I'm fortunate to be able to apply that at Nestle. Like, you can't really go anywhere without those key project management skills. Um, Stakeholder management is a big piece in marketing. And to really get a good grip and foundation of that early on was a really great opportunity. In December 2018, you have been a top 10 finalist in a challenge organized by the Queen's Marketing Association in collaboration with Canadian Tire, and you received the Specialist of the Year Award from the Marketing Group. How would you encourage our listeners to make the most of their university experiences? Yeah, I think um, regardless of where you go, which regardless of any university, the best advice that I give to anyone starting undergrad is um, to definitely put yourself out there. Always try different things. I know it's the cliche advice, but it's always easier said than done. Um, For me, I never started competing in case competitions um, because I was always scared of them, like in first year or second year, because I felt like I didn't know enough. But um, when I went to my work terms, I think I got a better understanding of what it of what it was like to, I guess, do cases because you're doing real life application work. And once I got that confidence, I actually went and did uh, the QMAC competition. So I think that was like the second case competition I've ever did in uh, at UTSC. And I was like, oh, this isn't as bad as I thought it would be. And it definitely was a great learning experience. So my earliest regret, I guess, is not doing more case competitions early on. And um, yeah, I am a huge advocate for extracurricular activities. I was a part of TMG um, as well as MVP and did a lot of stuff with uh, the Department of Management and uh, absolutely loved it. Got to meet so many people. Like, again, it's just putting yourself out there. And I've made some of my closest friends through those clubs. um, And yeah, I absolutely loved it. I definitely agree with that. I think it's so important to step out of your comfort zone and be able to discover new opportunities and meet and interact with different people. Personally, I've been a part of WIBA for almost four months now, and I've been able to develop so many new connections by messaging people on LinkedIn to be a part of our podcast, which is definitely something I would not usually be doing. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have even gotten my uh, internship with Twitter if I didn't put myself out there because um, like, that wasn't really a standardized application process. I actually just went um, and I guess 
put my hat into the ring. Um, no, I, I didn't know anyone who actually went there. So yeah, honestly, just take every risk, take every chance. Because I mean, what at the end of the day, what's the worst thing that could happen? You don't win first place, you get a rejection letter, you'll move on, you know. Um, but the learning and the opportunities that come out of it, I think, are greater than the risk of failure. Thank you for sharing your experiences, Vaishnavi. So now we'll be moving on to the part two of the questions, which are sort of centered around your experience as a Nestle commercial associate. So the first question here that we have for you is, how did you learn about this opportunity and what was the application process like? Um, basically what the application process entails, it's similar to what the other CPG companies do for full-time recruitment. Uh, so it was about two screening interviews um, and then a development day, which was basically where you come into the office with uh, the other candidates and uh, you do different activities throughout the day. So they see how you think on the spot, how you work with other people and just um, do a lot of simulations. And then after that, I was interviewed by senior management from a few different categories and yeah, received my offer from that. I basically heard about the program through like your standard, I guess, uh, job search for, for new grad programs. And I also knew um, Brittany Law a little bit about her before going to the program. So I had a bit of a context. Thank you, Vesnavi. That would be really helpful for students who are looking to pursue a career in marketing in the CPG industry. So thank you for sharing those insights. Okay, so moving on to the next question. What were some of your learning objectives when you entered the program? Yeah, so I basically went into the program and I told anyone who interviewed me this, the tech to CPG jump was kind of big for me, but I knew that CPG was a lot more data driven. Um, I knew this because uh, my director at Twitter was actually at P&G for about 16 years as a director, and um, he was telling me about how that data-oriented mindset was helping him a lot there. So I knew that was an area that I was lacking because a lot of my internships were were marketing tech or even like at Amex, so it was a more of a fintech role. And that was something that I really wanted to work on. And I'm really happy with the progress that I made because when you're at a CPG company, everything you do is always backed up by data. Um, so I've learned what it was like to, what it's like to communicate and tell stories using numbers, um, something called Nielsen, which is basically like POS data. Um, so it's basically learning how to speak another language and telling that to your audience. And it really does show through, um, I guess, as a marketer, when you have that creative side as well as that data-oriented side. It's great to see how you're keen on developing new skills through taking on different roles. Data is becoming increasingly important in all industries, so it's great to hear how you're able to develop those skills at Nestle. Moving on to the next question we have for you. We think it's a great opportunity to experience different roles in marketing, sales, and supply chain. Basically, it's been a little over a year that you've been part of this program. So what have your past rotations looked like and what is your current rotation? How long is each rotation and how many rotations are there over the two years? 
Yeah, for sure. So um, in terms of my past rotations, when I first started with Nestle, I started off in my sales rotation. Um, Sales is a little finicky because they do split you into three teams. Each rotation is about eight months long, but over my eight months, I supported three different teams. So um, the first team that I supported was a category development analyst um, for the Nestle Health Sciences and Infant Nutrition category. So there I was managing um, the sales strategy and working with uh, marketing a lot um, on a national sales perspective, the strategy side of things, whereas when you're on the customer development side, this is actually where you're um, doing the executional stuff with the customer and focusing only purely on one, um, I guess, client. So I was focusing on Metro um, for those four months. Um, and then I was also actually supporting the retail sales side. Um, so working with our reps and per- making sure that they have everything that they need when they go to each store. Uh, as a retail sales communication specialist. And then in my current rotation, I'm a commercialization specialist, um, which basically means that I support the new product development of uh, the ice cream category. And that includes, I guess, the Haagen-Dazs and the drumstick portfolio. So I've gotten the opportunity to manage the end-to-end product launch of those two products. And I am currently going into my last rotation as a brand management associate for the KitKat team. So more to come on that. But uh, yeah, that's everything that I've done so far. Thank you for sharing insights into the role of a commercial associate in Nestle's graduate program. It's great to hear how you have been able to gain different experiences in sales, supply chain, and marketing. And good luck with your rotation as a brand management associate for KitKat. Thank you so much. And the next question I wanted to ask you is that, what do you think are some of the technical skills and soft skills required to complete your day-to-day responsibilities in the CPG industry? Yeah, I think um, from a marketing perspective or a sales perspective, technical skills wise, there's not too much. I feel like I went into the program knowing no Excel at all. I learned a lot throughout my sales rotation. So you learn on the job. Um, There's so many people who are experts at Excel. There's so many people who are beginners at Excel. So I guess that's going to transition nicely as to what I'm going to say about soft skills. But basically, you got to learn how to be open to learning is essentially it. Um, and being resourceful. Like if you didn't know Excel, for example, coming in, how exactly would you teach yourself that? The biggest skill that I've learned, instead of panicking when things go wrong, um, how do you be resourceful? So being resourceful is, is of course, a huge one because um, that's what it basically takes to get a grip on problem solving. And then last but not least, stakeholder management, as I mentioned before, um, learning how to, I guess, approach your stakeholders and inform them appropriately. It sounds very simple, but it's actually quite complex because you're working in such a large organization. You got to make sure that everyone is informed, um, that everyone is on top of their game and is aligned to every single action that you take. So yeah, I think those are the technical skills and soft skills that you need for a CPG. It's a lot of learning on the go. Thank you. I definitely agree. Showing the willingness to learn really helps you grow in any role that you are in and in any industry. So my next question here is that, are there any challenges that you deal with on a day-to-day basis and how do you overcome them? 
Yeah, some of the challenges that I guess I deal with, um, again, going back to stakeholder management, I love everyone that I work with. They're super smart, they're super talented, and they're overall great people. But because Nestle is such a large organization, sometimes um, information gets lost um, or um, even when you're dealing with so many different people, there's a lot of different goals in mind. So sometimes, for example, when you're working with supply chain and marketing, sometimes you find that they have two different goals set for their own teams and you got to make sure that you close that divide for certain activities. And I think like I can go more in depth than that um, by basically saying like, oh, like you have a group assignment um, in undergrad and there's someone who is more driven to do their vision. And then there's another person that's driven to do their other vision. So how do you bring those two um, goals to life and how do you manage that? So basically group work is one big part of it. (laughs) I definitely agree. When working in a big company and a fast-paced environment, it's helpful to have team working skills to accomplish your tasks and succeed. So thank you for sharing that. I suggest students can start developing these team working skills early on by being involved in student clubs and groups on campus and also through class projects. Just to wrap up this section, I wanted to ask you, how do you think that this experience has been beneficial for your professional development? Has there been any rotation that you enjoyed the most till now and hope to pursue as a career? Yeah, I mean, I think um, the rotation that I liked the most was probably my current rotation as a commercialization specialist. I never thought that I'd be interested in project management, but Again, like a lot of it is stakeholder management. I'm a people person. I love um, working with people. Uh, I don't think I'll pursue it as a career, but I get to work very closely with marketing on a lot of decisions. So it would help me with my next rotation um, when I'm on the KitKat team as well, because I'm going to be doing new product development there for, just from a marketing side of things. But I've, I've grown so much. Again, like as I mentioned, I can actually speak to data now. I feel like I'm a lot more eloquent when I speak and um, a lot less nervous in general, a lot less anxious, overcoming imposter syndrome. Um, so I've def- I feel like I've definitely grown a lot over the past year and a bit. Um, and yeah, it's been an overall positive experience. Thank you so much for sharing your experiences. We wish you all the best in your role as a commercial associate at Nestle. Moving on to the last few questions we wanted to ask you. So how do you define success when first entering university and has it changed over the years? And what is your proudest accomplishment in your career so far? It's definitely changed over the past few years. I think coming in, I was like, yeah, I'm going to get a 4.0. I'm going to be on Dean's list. But um, it's changed over the years because I did not get a 4.0. I was not on Dean's list. I was actually in academic probation in uh, my first uh, semester. Yeah, and it comes off as a shocker for a lot of people. But like the first year was, was quite tough for me. I guess it was tough, but it did change my outlook on what I wanted my university experience to be like. I was like, okay, um, my grades might not be the greatest, but um, I can shape myself in other aspects of my professional career. And that's exactly what I did. I focused on my extracurriculars, worked on my soft skills, networked, and I think that grew over those years. And I think ultimately, I just became a lot more confident in myself and um, learned so much about marketing um, in itself and just being, again, openness to learn and 
optimistic. And I think those are the two traits that I, I truly deeply value coming out of university. I would say my proudest accomplishment during my undergraduate career was um, working at Twitter just because I really wasn't expecting that at all for myself. Um, it was a really big accomplishment because, again, like I didn't know anyone who went there and I just kind of navigated that on myself. So sometimes I, I think what I got out of that is you, you got to pave your own path sometimes. And sometimes it's not just laid out like what it's normally laid out like. Thanks for sharing that. You're definitely right. Your GPA does not define you. And yes, it is so important, but there are other aspects that are equally important, like your personality, extracurricular activities, gaining experience in your desired field of work through a part-time job, or even just expanding on your skills like communication is so, so important. And I think it's great to see how you tried your best and now you are a commercial associate at Nestle. So I think that the hard work definitely paid off. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I'm really happy to be here. And um, like even at Nestle, I think it's just like, you know, you you wouldn't think that having a low GPA would get you here, but I get to work on some of my favorite brands and um, absolutely love it here. As students approach their first work term or even graduates entering the workforce, do you have any advice for students stepping into the corporate world? openness to learning. I have to keep repeating that because it's true. And it's a cliche, but if you're not interested in what you're learning, then you're in the wrong place. But even if you're in the wrong place, it's okay. You learn that it's the wrong place. (laughs) As long as you're constantly learning and um, you're in, you're growing as a person. I think that's the outlook everyone needs to have. I feel like during undergrad, I was so fixated on certain chunks because like the nature of our program was like, you're in school. And then right after school, you're in in co-op. And then right after co-op, you're in school. So like you're always fixated on those chunks and all those short-term goals that you have. But um, I think it's so important to just realize, you know, down the road, everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be fine. Just you're still young and you'll always have something to learn throughout your career. No one will ever know the answers. So, you know, just, just take your time and learn the best you can. Yes, exactly. Even as a student, whenever you're in a new co-op work position or even as a graduate, when you're stepping into your first job, I think it's so important to have the willingness to learn because at the end of the day, you're never going to know everything and learning is a lifelong process. You're always going to learn something new in every experience in life, whether that be a part-time job, a full-time job, or even just a volunteering opportunity. So it's very important to be open to that aspect. Yeah, like even the people that I work with, like they switch roles, I guess, every two years. I think that's like the standard in like the CPG world. So even if they've been with Nestle for 10, 20 years, I will always ask them questions and they'll be like, hey, like, let me get back to you. I actually don't know the answer to that. And there's no shame in that. Everyone admits that they don't know something. There's just too much knowledge, you know, like there's, there's no way that you'll know everything. And I think we all forget that we're so young and just, just take your time. It's okay. <laughs> the last question we have for you today is, is there any book or blog recommendations that you're reading or any podcast that you've listened to that you recommend to our listeners? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, you're going to be having her as a guest soon, but Heidi, Heidi has a really good podcast. Absolutely love it. So if you haven't listened to it yet, I think you guys should. Thank you for that recommendation. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today, Vesnavi, and we wish you all the best in your future endeavors. Thank you so much. 
Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed today's conversation. If you find this episode and our podcast motivating and inspiring, feel free to share it with a friend or share it on your Instagram stories. This would be really helpful for us in getting more listeners. Make sure to subscribe and follow us on our social media platforms, which are linked in the show notes below to stay updated on our upcoming episodes. See you next week on another episode of Radio Her. Thank you.